Welcome to episode 119 of Inside Job with V and Pam. This week, Pam is going solo. She talks about a challenging life event and how the tools of patience, practice, and presence were helpful to her. Pam recognized the relief of knowing she has her own back and that these three Ps are in her backpack to use when needed. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we have found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame, helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hey there, this is Virginia. Before we head to today's episode, I'd like to tell you about a couple of offerings from Vila Bassi Transformational Coaching. The first is a free oracle card reading. This is a brief introduction into the ways that oracle cards can bring you clarity and help you remember what's most important to you so that you can find your next right action along your life journey. The second is a mini coaching session. If you're curious about coaching or cards, or just have a couple of questions before you dive in deeper, you can find the links to both of these in the show notes, and I look forward to meeting you for a card reading or a quick chat. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Inside Job with V and Pam. This is Pam, and V was not able to join me today, and I thought I would take this opportunity to do a a short little podcast. just felt really moved to to talk about this particular um, area. Um, it has to do with self-love. And I'm going to um, share something with you. But before I do, I thought I would do what I do when B is here, and that is do kind of a check-in um, that we do when we're both here and we hear each other. But I just want to do this little check-in. And the question that we ask ourselves or ask each other is, how are you being? This is a question that has really helped me as I've navigated all kinds of things, but it's that way to just check in with my own state. Um, How out of balance is it or how, how really kind of well-rounded is it and everything in between. And if Virginia were here to ask me that question, I would say that I am being a bit weary and a bit, and and I'm being a bit weary, but also very grateful. Um, I've I've shared before that part of my role is daughter, and um, I have uh, 
two dads, uh, dad and stepdad that are part of my life. And, um, and so sometimes my, um, let's see, what should, how should I say this? Sometimes my caretaking, I guess I will use that word. And it's about, it's really about oversight and making decisions and providing emotional support in so many ways to, to each of them. And they are in totally different places. Um, so it's, it's just what it's called for at the moment. One of the great things about this is that there was a time in my life where I could never have imagined myself being in this position with either of these men. <laughs> and in the best way possible, I really, really want to be there. And I, I just am so, so grateful that I still have them both around and um, that they, um, that they love me so much. Like there's just this sweetness that I have with each of them that I was not really allowing for a lot of years, um, but I'm glad I did however long it took me. And so when I say that I'm weary, it's because we've had, we've had some things happen in the last week that took a tremendous amount of energy. And I, I came through it. Um, it's, it's that kind of thing where I realize I have more capacity than I ever know I have. And when I really need to do something, it happens. And the other part of it is I reached out for support as it was going on in a really uh, strong way for myself. Because first of all, I also am not the only one making the decision in the case of my stepdad, but it was my time to, to do the uh, heavy lifting in this case. And um, so, but I definitely enlisted support and I, um, I also enlisted the support of the medical um, team and, and different aspects of that. So uh, I really had a lot of support going through it. So my gratitude is, first of all, he's okay. He's, he's okay. He, he somehow weathered another episode and um, I got a picture of him soon after it happened with a big smiling face. And I thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I just love him so much. So I was, I was worried that it was worse than it was. And uh, for today, for right now, it's not. Um, so that's where the gratitude comes in. And I have to tell you, since that happened a few days ago, I have just really been much more gentle with myself because this is going to be a ongoing thing for a while. And, uh, and I want to be there. And so I was kind of trying to think of like what to share today, what to, what to bring up. And I started to look back and I found something that I wrote quite a while ago. I'm going to say this is at least six years old, but what I realized is that it's been an ongoing theme in my own change, my own evolution, my own growth, but also in, in, in covering the topic of self-love, self-compassion, um, self-acceptance. There's been a theme that's gone through it from the very beginning to today. And it, it just was what helped me so much this last few days when I was uh, really, really challenged by the responsibility and the, you know, the scariness of uh, things that you can't control. And so some of this, I'm going to read a bit. So you might, it might sound like that. And I just want to be transparent about it, but I'll also make, do some commenting as well. 
um, I just called this self-love things back in the day. From an early age, I had it in my mind that I had to do things perfectly. So I tried and failed or didn't try at all. I also had little patience with myself when things did not turn out amazing on my first try. I was always living for what was coming up and did not notice what was happening in the moment. And the whole time I was building a list of reasons that I, of why I was unlovable. Sounds like a lot of us, unfortunately. These days I'm seeing things differently. I want to share what I call my three P's um, that have helped me in uh, my ongoing self-love, self-compassion adventure. And often I call it an expedition and it's my life. I'm part of my own life now. And I'm part of my, my, I am, I am with myself on this journey of, of life and not, um, not in the role of people pleaser, invisible girl, um, not lovable uh, human that I used to see myself as. And I needed support. I needed love. I needed choices. I needed tools. I needed my own special um, strengths and unique, like special sauce that I never even recognized along the way. And here's a few things that I picked up along the way, along the road on my expedition. And I, I've kept them in my backpack the whole time. The first one is practice. And you've heard us talk about practice several times, many times over these recordings. If you've listened from the very beginning, we use it a lot and it has become such a helpful way for me to approach things that I'm doing, especially new things. So way back when practice used to be a dirty word because I should be able to do it and know how to do it and have competency, even though it was brand new. Um, No way, latte. (laughs) All things are practice, plain and simple. Like really, even when you get to a high level, every time you're doing it, you're learning something, you're growing. It's a little more practice. Um, For example, need to have a difficult decision. Uh, Sorry need to have a difficult conversation. See, that was practice. I tried that reading it. I didn't look at it fully. I practiced it. Now I did it again for real. (laughs) Those difficult conversations, challenging. But guess what? Each time you do it, it's practice. Want to ask a new friend to do something after work. I'm a little bit unsure of what they're going to say. It's practice. Practice being vulnerable. Practice giving an invitation. Need to try speaking more loving to yourself. Oh, yeah, practice. But it changes with practice. You grow into it. It becomes part of you with practice. When I see everything as practice, I give myself a little break. I am not as hard on myself. And that gives me a little more room for action. I'm not in my head as much. Practice means I am learning and can make as many attempts as I need. And these days, something new comes along on a semi-regular basis. And the fear of those new things has gone down so much that 
I can actually be excited about new things that really seem interesting and call to me. And I don't have to be all up in my head about how hard it's going to be or how, um, how, how, how I won't be able to do it. I, it just doesn't come into my thoughts the way it used to anymore. And the next P is patience. So for everyone in my world, known and unknown, anybody that I came in contact with, I had unlimited patience, really. Like that was the word that people most associated with me for decades. And for some reason, I could never muster any up for myself, ever. Um, I should be able to. I must succeed perfectly. I am stupid if I don't understand it right away and on and on. The common courtesy that I would extend to others seemed unreachable to my own little self until one day I thought, what if I am just a tiny bit patient with myself in the smallest way, doing a new thing? How about if I have a little patience trying to connect with a difficult, in a difficult relationship, be it a sibling or a a partner or, uh, you know, someone that you work with, <sighs> had a little patience with how hard it's, it is and how you're doing your best, losing weight, getting healthy, all those things that were just so much a part of my thoughts for so many years. Um, I, I just never gave myself patience and now I do. And, and the weight of that is the literal weight of it is just not a constant 24 seven thing. When I allow myself the patience I give to others, I make room for some love and grace to seep in. It's kind of a miracle how this all works. And then the third P is presence. So, uh, I would describe myself as someone that was ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. There was very little connection to the present. Um, I was, you know, whatever was coming up was what I was worried about. Whatever had happened, I wasn't sure if I did it right or if, if other people perceived it the way I wanted them to. And so I spent a lot of time in either or, but not the present. And I got to tell you, I missed out on a lot in my life. Uh, I also am glad that about 15 years ago, when I started on this very unknown expedition, that I started to get it. And I have never looked back and I don't regret or have resentment for the life I used to live. I was literally doing my best. And I know I was. I was working hard. I was trying, trying to do the right thing in my mind, but I really wasn't um, able to enjoy any of it in, in a lot of ways. I mean, yes, here and there, but most of the time there was an anxiousness and, an, and a low level like unhappiness that I just thought was what life was about and what I deserved. Um, so. Um, Something like, uh, something like having a conversation with a friend and then going back and thinking about it forever, not presence. Uh, when I lose a hundred pounds, I'll be happy, not present. 
that expired relationship might still have a chance? <laughs> no, not present. I took a step back. I took a few steps back. I got some support. I started to be part of my own support. And I started looking at what's actually happening in the present time. It was, it was a huge relief to start to step into my life. And then I could focus on what I wanted and needed. I just made a little space by doing it that way. The love started to very slowly bubble up and I could see what was right there and had always been there. That's the case with my dad and stepdad. I hadn't really let them in too close, but they had been there and they stayed there. And um, that's why when I did reconnect with both of them in different ways, they were ready. Their arms were open. I just had to let my guard down and, um, and just see what was there for me. So my, I'm curious um, with what's happening with you right now and the capacity you have, what could you use a little more of? Is it the patience? Is it the practice? Is it the presence? Maybe it's all three. They really are these tools that I carry around in my backpack and they're so available now and they were not in the past. But I I put them in as permanent fixtures. <laughs> and, and so I get evidence of how much they've impacted me over and over again. So I started off today talking about a challenging week with my stepdad and his health. And um, I needed every ounce of patience just to keep going because I was hitting some roadblocks. Uh, I had to, a couple of the conversations that I had to have with people, I practiced, literally practiced and wrote some bullet points out for myself before I had the conversation because I am not exaggerating when I said I, it was probably a minimum of 20 phone calls some with some people over and over again, different times of the day, some with, um, you know, this unique person, and then I have to do this unique person. And then I was recapping everything um, for one or two close people. And it was really hard to keep it all straight. And I just gave myself that little bit of um, practice to, you know, I took notes on everything, because how could I recall everything? So there was this patience with that. And then there was this practice with, this is what you want to say. Give yourself some space to prepare for that and, and see what happens. So I was practicing it before I was even saying it. And then the presence part of it, I got, I got to tell you, and I can't imagine anyone that hasn't gone through this kind of emotion in one way or the other, probably many times I have, um, keeping myself present and not going too far in the future or not making, letting myself go into the worst case scenario over and over again in that like 24, 48 hour period. It was so helpful to bring myself back to the present moment. And one of the things I did is I put some music on that was kind of from my high school, you know, twenties, uh, time in my life. And there was something so comforting that just brought me back into, I'm okay. He's actually okay right now. 
other people are involved, you're figuring this out. There really was this sort of beautiful poetic sense of what was happening um, and bringing some music in to soothe myself and to just ground me was really, really helpful. I don't, I can't imagine that the time before I do this now, but I remember when I would just be really overwhelmed by all of this and it would, it would be kind of a domino effect. And, uh, and in this case, you know, a few things had to get set aside for part of the day, but, uh, but I was able to maneuver all of this and do what was the right thing and the best thing for him. Um, and so um, having a sense of presence and a sense of what was needed to happen now, um, it just kept me um, really clear about everything. And, you know, we only all each have so much capacity. And at times I felt like I was reaching my max and that's when I would step back and take a little breather and, um, you know, just assess where we're at and, and, and say, okay, I can't think of one more thing at this moment. I will call in 10 minutes or I will call in a half an hour. I knew that he was being very well cared for and he was in a good place for that. Um, I just didn't know all of the logistics and what was going to work and what was going to happen. So um, it really was helpful to um, to recognize when I was reaching capacity and I needed to take a step back. And I think what I want to just say as we kind of wrap up today is, are you ready to get some support? Are you ready to practice? Are you ready to have more patience with yourself? Are you ready to feel yourself coming back into the presence? This is kind of an invitation. It's not, I don't have the answers for you. I just want to share these things I keep in my backpack, <laughs> my permanent backpack. I, in other words, having my own back um, and offer them to you and just say, when something comes up, you have these tools readily available for you too. And um, I believe that asking for help and getting support is a big part of why I was able to grow through um, my old way of being and into uh, the real me and the way I want to be and the way I want to show up in the world. Um, so lots is waiting for you. Lots of challenges are coming up. How will you support yourself? How will you have your own back? And what would you like to add to your backpack? Thank you for this time that we've had together. I think I really wanted to share about this and I wasn't sure exactly how to do it, but sitting here thinking about um, all of you and how we sort of come together um, to share this space virtually um, without ever meeting most of us, some of us, some of you I know, and I'm so grateful for you. Um, but I just want to thank you for um, the space you give us, Virginia and I, in your life. And uh, we would love to hear from you. So please know you can reach out if you ever want to share anything. I'll give you my email right now, but I'll be happy to share it with Virginia if you want it for her. My email is coachpamdavis at gmail.com. 
I'm really happy to receive anything you want to share. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Virginia, um, for the space that we have together every week. And I wish you well on your um, time away this week. And I, I am looking forward to the time that we are back together. And that will be next week. So take care, everyone. Be well. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. To share your comments, your questions, your ideas, and to reach Pam directly, please email coachpamdavis at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about Virginia's work, please visit her website, www.vlbassi.com. We look forward to joining you again next week. And remember, change is an inside job.